0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: All right, uh, pictures have been successfully taken out there,
2: gentlemen. No yes. problems. Yes, and, uh, and we're live, on, we're on the air, right? Yes, we're on we're, the radio. We just finished uh, traffic
1: and we're live on the air.
2: One of our campers said he came up and he said, my brother tuned into Ben and Woods and it was dead air, silence on the uh, on the, on the radio. So,
1: well, maybe we were just having a contemplative moment, but we've oh, been okay. on since 6. AM. I don't think <laughs> a we've moment had of problem. silence. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right.
1: Like so, that. There's one right there. Maybe that's, one. that's what happened. Silence. Uncomfortable silences.
2: We are joined by Padres legend. And, uh, master of the, the Coors Light, Andy Ashby, has joined us here this morning. Definitely the master of the Coors Light. Morning, buddy. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Why didn't you draft us?
3: You know what? I tried to. You guys are, like, uh, up there in that high-quality area, yeah, so, God. you know, by the time it got to me, you guys were gone. Well, that so. shows you
2: the uh, quality of camper uh, that's out here, <laughs> me and Paulie. And were... you know what? I really didn't want to put up with you this year,
3: so that's <laughs> that's that's probably the main reason why.
2: <laughs> now you get to put up from uh, across the field. But I love, uh, I love it. Good to have you out here, man, again. This is uh, you've been doing this with us, too. We've been here every every year. It's such a blast.
3: You know what? I love to see everybody come back. You guys especially. You guys have fun with it. You do your show here. So, um, and I was just telling Jesse, um, she's here every year. Yeah. And I said, you know what? You're probably the best player in camp. She's, you're the, you're she, rakes. Only- she rakes.
2: She rakes. <laughs> she's got her own. There's one girl here, and she's got her own locker room. It's Bob Melvin's office. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at her, and I go, I would trade places with you in one no hot doubt. second. She got her own shower, the whole thing. No doubt. But, man, when she gets between the lines, she's one of the guys she mashes out there. Flags everything down in the outfield like you got you got to steal. You yeah. got her on your team, you're, you're good. Exactly. She was my number one pick. Well, no, Frankie
3: was my number one pick because Peavy, God bless uh, Jake Peavy. He uh, lost his grandfather yesterday, so uh, prayers go out to Peavy family, but... Um, yeah, you know what? She, uh, I think she's kind of spoiled, Woodsy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think she's A little spoiled. star treatment down there? Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think it's time to start uh, pranking her a little bit.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, that's a, it's a great segue because I wanted to ask you. You guys are full of good stories. Spring training, baseball in general, uh, 162 games, You know, a bunch of spring training games, a bunch of off-season workouts. Let's be honest. It can be a bit of a grind, certainly. Yeah. Who were the pranksters? It had to be you. And what were some of the the, the good ones that you did? I would
3: not do anything, Woodsy. Never. Not,
2: no, I was uh, totally
3: serious all the time, twenty four seven, serious as can be. Now uh, we we would prank some guys, um, like what hot foots and hot foot. <laughs> stuff like uh, that. You know, I remember in spring uh, when we were with the Dodgers. Every time you'd flush the, the uh, toilet, the shower would get hot. So Brownie was in there one time, and I don't know why all stories come back to Kevin Brown, but I love him to death. Um, So he just went, you know, someone flushed the the, uh, toilet, shower got hot, he just uh, went and smashed the toilet. (laughs) He just broke the (laughs) toilet? That will not happen again. That will not happen again. But, no, we would do, you know, we just, I think spring training, there's so many guys there. Yeah. um, Not a lot of pranking going on. Um, Just kind of joke around or whatever, early, because you you have to be on the field so early. Yeah. You know, so there wasn't too much going on, but we definitely got, you know, when you had to be serious, you, we got serious, but also we had fun. I got a question,
1: guys. Hey, Ash, it's Ben back in San Diego. Uh, telling that Kevin Brown story, that's not the only thing he destroyed in 1998. If I, my memory serves me right. He did damage to... Qualcomm Stadium. He did damage to visiting clubhouses. How does that work? Do you get like a bill later from the team, or what? What's the, the deal when you, you out or when what? you like, destroy something because you're frustrated and mad, uh, like he did?
3: They definitely find your name and put um, a bill in your locker. You can destroy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I I, uh, I tore up the the uh, visiting not the visiting but like the uh, locker room in L. A. It wasn't the the home. It was like a alternate locker room i kind of snapped out broke some boards and stuff and yeah that cost me about 600 bucks so. is that right <laughs> yeah
2: and who gives you that bill boach the
3: the uh the, the team, traveling the team, the team yeah
2: secretary or yeah. whatever about yeah. you owe 600 dollars before you leave. Yeah.
3: but you know the worst thing if you get mad and hurt yourself that's, that's when boach comes after you
2: <laughs> that's that's worse than anything yeah. well how about that by the way you know your former manager and and dear friend bruce Bochi back in the game have you talked to him since did you tell him are you out of your mind what are you thinking you know
3: um we had a trip we have a trip every year up in Jacksonville Wyoming and uh Boach was there and I said what what are you doing he's like Ash he said I was coaching t-ball he said I was trying to teach these kids how to play baseball he said I was done with he said I'm gonna go back to the major leagues I can't tell I can't teach um t-ball so, he's excited. I mean, I'm happy for him. That, sure. That the game needs him. And, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for a better manager than Boach.
2: And do you think, you know, I mean, he knows baseball. Baseball, at the end of the day, it's still going to be baseball. And it's not like he wasn't with a pretty forward-thinking organization in the Giants it is, and at the end of his career. They were. Uh, it's certainly going to be a little bit different for him, but um how do you think he's gonna gonna enjoy i mean they, they're putting together a pretty good roster for him
3: you know what i think he'll do very well i know that the team the players are going to learn so much from boch because he is a players manager yeah you know he knows the game but he also knows how to massage personalities yeah you know and control all of it so i i look for uh i look for them to have a great year that's awesome benwood's
1: talking so, to andy ashby out of fantasy camp in peoria arizona so Ash, you're managing against Woods and Paul at some point. Would you like a scouting report from a neutral observer back here in San Diego on how, how to best attack those guys?
3: Yeah, you know what? I Any tips I can get, I'll, I'll take. But I was just going to plan on drilling both of them. Okay, That's well,
1: so, so with Woods, he loves to go the other way when he's at the plate. So, so work him inside, pound yep. him inside. Okay. He'll have trouble Don't turning on the pitch because in he, in. he likes to go the other way. And then if he's on the mound... You can get inside his head like Trevor Hoffman did at Fantasy oh, Camp a couple so of years funny. ago. Party, but just Party keep needling down. him, <laughs> and he will. you can get Woods to spin out in his own head better than anyone else. So just keep that in yeah. mind if you need some uh, some uh, strategies this week.
3: You know what? I already have my team. We're, we're doing, a, like, rag cheers. So we're, we've been practicing that for Woodsy when he pitches. So, so
2: rag on people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very nice well, at hey, all. Hey, it's a tough game out there. It is a tough game <laughs> out there. Did you, when you pitched, did you hear the fans ever? Would
3: it would it ever get to you? You know what I did? And that's when I had bad games because I'm not thinking about executing. executing. I'm hearing these people out here. Where know? was the worst? Are you kidding me? Philly. Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Funny story. I left the game. In, like, the second inning, of course, uh, because I pitched so well when I was there. So I go into the clubhouse, and after the game's over, the reporter came up, and they said, does the booing and everything bother you? I said, I go home and my kids boo me. I said, do you think the fans are going to
2: bother me? They they did, though. They did. (laughs) You just can't let them know. No,
3: because they just – it's so irritating. But you know what? I learned to get over that. That was when I was young, you know, rookie, but – the fans in Philly are ab- unbelievable. I mean, oh, yeah. they're good. Yeah, but if you're if you're not good, they're not good. So
2: oh, man. <laughs> sounds terrible. So yeah. I would I would not I would not make it.
3: Yeah, I I would just tell my kids and my ex-wife don't even go to the game. Don't don't even go. <laughs> just don't because I don't want you to get egged or something. <laughs> you know, just don't go.
2: Oh, so. uh, it's good stuff. Well, we're uh, obviously always love hanging out with you, being around you. You love the game of baseball still, and you see it in these guys' eyes out here, man. The the wide-eyed. You know, optimism. Everybody wants to play. It's uh, it's pretty special.
3: You know what? It's special for you guys to be here. I I enjoy it because of what the way you guys come to camp and the like you said the passion that they have, and they're kind of like caged lions right now. Everyone's we have dying. To- you yeah, haven't done anything. <laughs> Everyone's
2: losing their minds I know, right now. I
3: talk to someone. I forget. He said, "I'm really sore today." I said, "We didn't even do anything yesterday.
2: What are you sore from?" Just wait. Just wait. Wait till the first doubleheader gets done. Sitting buzzed. on the
3: bench at the moon or something. Come on. <laughs> no, but thank you guys for having me. I love it. It's our pleasure, buddy. Oh,
1: man, yeah, yeah. She'd be really appreciative. I got one more question. Just because Woods and Paul mentioned that there's a lot of Padres, you know, youngsters who are already there working out in Arizona. And you know, in the way in the old days, we know that baseball players had to get like second jobs in the offseason. season. It wasn't like that when you pitched, but how has is, how is off-season training changed? I mean, what did you do in the off-season compared to what you see uh, pitchers doing now and how they take care of themselves?
3: Well, you know what's really crazy? They go to that w, you know, that World Baseball Yeah, thing. WBC. They, they, it's almost like they play year-round now. Right. But uh, when I, when, after I would get done with the season, I'd take like a month off, then I would start lifting, running, and then I'd start doing my long-toss program. But these guys are constantly going. And uh, but there's so much more out there than there was when when I played. So um, these guys are definitely in shape, but it's like a continuous. I don't think there's any downtime at
2: all. Did you <clears throat> did you ever have a, a camp where you came in and you're like because I. You know, you do so many shows a year. There's definitely shows, and our audience can attest, where I walk in, I'm like, I probably could have prepared a little bit better yeah. today. Was there ever a camp? You're like, I better rev it up in week one. where I yeah. need to get my ass in gear, or they're going to they're gonna get me.
3: Yeah, you know what? Because I would come into camp after I worked out right before, probably two weeks prior to coming to spring training. I would try and get up to like 80 pitches. Yeah. And there's days where I'm like,
2: oh man, my arm doesn't feel very well. Right. I need to get something and,
3: straightened out before I get to camp. And you don't want
2: to you don't yeah. want to throw on a bad arm yeah, you while you're coming into the, camp. You yeah. don't want to show up
3: to camp with ice on your. shoulder. So you do nothing. You do yeah. nothing. Let her <laughs> rest a little bit. Let her <laughs> <it> rest. <laughs> so it, it, it's definitely a a learning process every year before you get to spring training.
2: And it takes a while. You got to know your body and yeah. and all that too. And and but uh, Andy Ashby is here. He is uh, he is the greatest. And we'll see you on the field, I guess. We were supposed to play you guys today, but that got banged, so we're going to figure out the, uh, the new schedule. But you'll see us. You'll you got it, man. Us we love soon. you guys. Love Let's you, buddy. F-
3: Love to see you. San Diego, thank you for everything. Appreciate it.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.